Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. And uh, today, got a couple of, uh, of really, actually, really interesting and good uh, press conferences for you. Um, first, you're going to be hearing from new wide receiver Robbie Anderson, who I thought was really thoughtful about um, the difference between this offseason and offseasons he's had in the past and uh, how even with COVID-19 and quarantine, it really taught him how he can focus on, on what's most important. And uh, it was just good to hear from him. And uh, he also said that this was the best all-around group of teammates he'd ever had in terms of talent and speed, and then went on to say that on uh, other teams that he's been on and in other places that he's been, uh, other players and, and the entire team hasn't bought into the philosophy and wasn't all on the same page trying to win. And as a reminder, he's only played for one team before the Carolina Panthers, and that was the New York Jets. So if you want to guess who he was talking about, it's the Jets. Um, He is one of only a few – well, not only a few players. He's one of a few players who have worked with Matt Rule in the past. Matt Rule actually pounded the table a lot for Robbie Anderson to be there at Temple – so it was interesting to get his take on it. Then we also heard from Jeremy Chin, who is a uh, the last pick in the second round and is a guy that's going to be moving all over this defense. And I have really high hopes for what he can do in this Phil Snow defense, whether he's going to be a safety, a linebacker. I think he's going to be that hybrid and play play both positions, at least at first. But I think that even the role that you see him in uh, in 2020 – will not be the ultimate role that he settles into. I think he's going to grow. I think he's going to get better and better, and uh, and I think he's going to be really good. And you'll be excited to hear who he's picking the brain of uh, in order to get better. Also, in addition, uh, once you're done listening to these podcasts or to these pressers, I would encourage you go onto Apple iTunes, go on to Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Quick Blitz with Sheena Quick and uh, Vashti Hurt. Check out Not What You Think with, uh, with Den and Chris and Bobby. Check out One Day Contract with me, Nikki, Colin. And uh, this week our guest is Brian Curtis from The Ringer. Um, just a ton of really, really good content um, coming out this week. And I am excited to tell you that in the next couple of weeks, we've got even more stuff coming out uh, on the Riot Network. So big, uh, big month for The Riot Report, for The Riot Network. And, uh, and we're excited for it, so um, we hope that you'll come along with us. But for right now, here's Robbie Anderson. Hey, Robbie, how's it going? What's going on? How you doing? Doing great. Uh, it's Josh Klein from the Riot Report. Um, so I think the first time that we met you earlier this offseason, right after you had signed, you were wearing a Christian McCaffrey jersey. Mm-hmm. What's it been like to be out on the field with him uh, and kind of see his work ethic in the weight room and, and out on practice? Yeah, it's been it's been fun. You know, <clears throat> just been picking up on things with him, and it's 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 fun to be around somebody like that, but also see what it takes to be at that level of his playing, you know, just picking up on that and building off his energy, you know, working just as hard as him. Robbie, Josh Graham, Sports Up Triad. Teddy mentioned that he set up like a mini camp before um, training camp actually begun. You both were also down in Florida. 
before arriving at camp, how many times would you say you and Teddy got together throwing? Um, more than a handful. We started working <clears throat> probably back in like April, maybe. I can't even remember, but we were working multiple times throughout the weekend, staying consistent. Robbie, just to follow up on that, what was that like once you did get to Charlotte and you were able to throw with Teddy with kind of the rest of the offense, Curtis, DJ, Christian, um, all, all on that kind of during that mini camp? Yeah, it was good to already have built that um, that little extra chemistry with Teddy, already kind of like how, how like the foundation laid down in a sense. And then, you know, getting around them and building that chemistry with, with those boys, with, with, with them and everything. Robbie David Newton with ESPN.com. Um, a lot has been made about how fast you and Curtis and DJ are out there. What advantages specifically does speed give you on the field? And how have you ever been around a group that's been this fast in your life? Um, I think it's a huge advantage. That's the number one thing DBs are afraid of is, is getting beat. So having that as like one of my biggest attributes, it allows me to, you know, put a lot of fear in corners when they go against me because nobody wants to get beat over the top. So that's going to open up a lot of other things for me on the field. And then, you know, have being, being, this is, this is honestly probably my first time being around a, like an all around like group like this of athletes. And, you know, I played with some very good, great players, but I think all around like this is like the best situation I've been in. Like, Across the board. Robbie, Sheena Quick with Fox Sports 1340. Um, you guys have a, a tremendous amount of speed on the offensive side of the ball, but there's also some speedsters on the defensive side of the ball. What are the advantages in working against corners as fast as, you know, Dante Jackson, you have um, Troy Pride. What is the advantage that you guys get from working out and having that, you know, that speed on both sides of the ball? Uh, I mean, it's a huge advantage. It's only going to make you the better play, people you compete against, the, the best it's going to bring out of you. So, you know, going against people with those type of skill sets and also going against physical corners and fast corners and all those different things, it's only going to prepare me more for the game. Hey, Robbie, Phil Orbit from Channel 9 in Charlotte. I wanted to get your impressions of, of working with Joe Brady so far. How has this gradual ramp-up period helped um, help you pick up the playbook and kind of get up to speed? Yeah, I love it so far. I, I nothing, nothing, it's just, I love it. You know, I'm just able to come in the building and I can trust in my coach that all I got to do is do what I need to do and the rest going to take care of itself. And seeing what he's done with players and offenses and teams, you know, it's exciting. Robbie, Mike Solarte with Spectrum News One, kind of on that, uh, on that subject of the, the ramp up. It's a slower process. You guys still aren't even in pads, helmets yet, I don't think. Uh, is that beneficial to you guys as a group to make sure you're getting all the wrinkles ironed out and, and being as prepared as you can be because there won't be a dress rehearsal when it comes to a preseason game? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, due to the circumstance, we got, we, we got to make the best of it. You know, we can't wish and think about this and that, that it's not, and just approach this and make the best of it and, and get ready for game day. Hey, Robbie, Jonathan Alexander with the Shot Observer. Hope you're doing well, man. Thanks. I was wondering, how could you best describe Joe Brady's offense and, and, and how different 
is it than other offenses you've played in? Um, I, I mean, I would say the best way I can explain it is creative, it's smart, but it's going to put everybody in their best element and everybody's going to get a fair chance to do what they can do on a consistent basis. We just have to do our part. Robbie, Elena gets a good Charlotte Observer. Um, I was wondering for you, obviously having spent, you know, the past few months in Miami, what were those months like for you? What was it like making the move to Charlotte during everything that was going on? Um, it was, it was, and the thing about the, um, you know, with, with the pandemic, it gave me a, a lot of time to like really sit back and evaluate things from my life, you know, see what, what might have not been as important that I was had access to and wasting time on and I, I took a lot of time to better myself as a person and you know growing some areas as as a man and realize what really matters most in a sense and you know just spend time with with you know a lot of quality time with my girlfriend a lot of time with family and just able to focus even more than before and I feel like I've had like the best off season I've ever had and been able to work the hardest and you know really capitalize on the time that I did have Hey, Robbie, it's Joe Person with The Athletic here in Charlotte. Good to see you. I wondered if, uh, what, what it's been like being back around Matt Rule again and how his approach has been similar or different than kind of how he approached you guys and, and kind of related with you all at the college level. I feel it's real good to be back reunited with Coach. And, you know, the thing about it is, like, <clears throat> Coming into a, a a new new team, new organization, new situation, it's like I don't really. I, I'm still. I'm obviously had to adjust in a sense because I'm in a new area. But it's like that's the only thing I really had to get used to. It's like I already know what to expect in the building, the standards, what what they're looking for, what I need to do. So it's a it's a comfortable situation where I feel like I can be myself and be my best when I haven't 100 percent always felt like that throughout my career. So it's not really a hard transition for me. It's just more so just getting used to Charlotte, which isn't really, it's a nice, it's a nice place to be. So it's, it's everything's been smooth. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm blessed. So. Hey, Robbie. As far I as Matt goes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to get you to follow up, Robbie. As far as Matt goes, Coach Rule, have you seen him, you know, it, I know you guys have a young roster anyway, but, do you think his approach will be any different uh, dealing with professional athletes? No, I, I wouldn't say that because he treated us like professionals when we were in college. You know, that was our standard. And that was one of the very first things that he told me when he when he told us when he came from the Giants and became our head coach. He was like, I'm going to run things the same way the NFL does and treat you guys like professionals. So it's really it's really no different. Like his standard, the way he, he who he is, like only thing that that's it's been, been little things that they've changed, you know, like with more resources and things like that. Hey, Robbie, uh, Jason Huber, WFNZ. A lot of players that we've talked with have praised Teddy Bridgewater a lot just for his leadership coming in. You played with him for a short time, but seeing him now kind of have the keys to the offense, what have you been able to see with his leadership and coming into a new team like this and, and being the guy at quarterback? Yeah, you know he's he, he's a he's a natural born natural born leader, and you know certain people they walk into a room and you can just see people kind of like you know just move to their to their beat in a sense. So you know he he's a great football player, he's a great person. So it's 
it's easy to play with a quarterback like that, and it's open communication. He knows what he's talking about. He knows how to explain things for you to make it that much simpler. Hey, Robbie, uh, Jamie Ricks with uh, Spectrum News One. Um, I wanted to ask you, what is it about the Carolina Panthers organization that you feel can help take your career to the next level? And what is that next level from your perspective? I feel like from, I feel like with me, I can be, I feel like I can be myself and I don't have to worry. Like, I feel like being here, if my coaches tell me something, that's what it is. I just need to do my part and I'm going to get a fair share opportunity. And I just feel like, it's a green light for everything for me. It's only me can stop me. And I think they see that and going to give me the opportunity. And, you know, I know they have my best interest at heart. The thing I love about the situation is if you look, if you look across the board, everybody is somewhat of an underdog. Everybody has something to prove. So it's good to be around that type of energy, you know, and that, that was like kind of like what it was at Temple. And we got to that point when we all kind of part of our way. So I feel like that's what it is across the board here. Robbie, how has Matt changed from the first time you were with him when you were at Temple? Um, <laughs> he hasn't really, hasn't really changed. Like, in, 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 like, he's the same, same guy, like, not in a bad way. Or in a, like, you know, he's, he's, he's who he is. Which is what? He wants to win. He wants to, he wants to be a great coach. Hey, Robbie, David Newton again. Um, Weatherly was talking yesterday about wearing a label on his helmet, All Black Lives Matter, because some people, he said he's had experience where he's been treated differently, you know, away from the field when people don't recognize him as an NFL player. I'm yeah. wondering if you, if you had situations like that. Yeah, definitely. Not definitely. You know, um, I, several times, you know, pulled over and, you know, just, just the, like, it's, I almost said it the norm, but that's the thing, like, people from those communities, it's become so normal, and people have, but we've become numb to it, and it's sad that it takes things such as, you know, somebody being killed on camera for the awareness and things, those topics to be taken serious, but, you know, it, it, it goes on very often, and, you know, the awareness and people really recognizing that, hopefully, that really strikes that change. Anything else for Robbie? Yeah, I have one. Mike Salarte again. Robbie, uh, kind of dovetailing off of Bill's question uh, about about if Matt's changed, uh, you're one of a handful of guys that has actually played for him before. So what's the Matt rule go-to phrase or quirk that makes you guys kind of chuckle when he when he says it? Um, it's, just his, it's just the standards and, you know, his plan to win and, you know, process. Like, it's literally like, the same, like, listening to Coach Snow, our defensive coordinator, he spoke last night, and I didn't know, remember, like, the exact things that he was going to say, but it, it wasn't nothing. Like, it's nothing new to me, and I know that those things that they, that they coach by and what they live by, I've I, I seen it firsthand that it works. So it's just – I feel like the thing is with where I'm at, I can feel everybody here, like, the energy everybody's bought in. You know, I've been places where some people are, some people aren't. Some people are established. They don't, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's a collective. It's a collective. Everybody's bought in and on, like, pretty much on the same page and trying to win. We not. I don't feel like the, you know, sometimes you get a new coach transition. It's let's focus on the future. It's for the future. 
I don't feel like that's the like the I don't think anybody's trying to wait. Robbie, to follow up on that, what we haven't seen a practice with you guys. What's a, a Matt Rule practice look like? Uh, fast, fast, no wasted time, not too much standing around, no, you know, no lollygagging. Like there's always work being done, even if you not involved, you either like, you know, mentally involved or doing something to get better, like not wasting no time. It's not a hangout spot. Robbie, Trin Guy, what do you think about uh, no preseason games? Um, I think for veterans, for veterans, it's not too much of a big deal. But for somebody like me who came in undrafted, it's, it's, it's hard because that's most likely how I made the team and jump-started my career. So, you know, there's pros and cons to it. You know, if you look at it in college, you don't play preseason games. You just practice and get ready. But in this profession, in the, in the NFL, as a younger guy, you, you need that to, you know, get revved up and see if you belong. And if you do beat somebody out and things like that. But, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Have you talked to any of your undrafted guys, like the rookies this year, about kind of them making their mark wherever they can in practice and so forth? Um, I haven't really so much gotten, to be honest, gotten into detail with that. I'm more so just been trying to show them how it's done. And I, I, I could see I could see Omar, you know, following that lead and, and working. We got Hey Robbie. Um Hey Robbie, I got I got one more one more question for you. JB Riggs here again with uh, Spectrum News One. Um curious, did you see Hard Knocks last night? Did you happen to see the newest episode of Hard Knocks? No, no, we'll have to. Okay, well, they gave, they gave a really extensive look of, of the protocol and the process that you guys have to go through um, with, with COVID-19 and all of the testing. And just it just looked like it was very, very intense. And um, I, I was hoping you could expand on that um, as far as what the process and the protocol is for you guys on a daily basis and how much you think that will intensify once we get into the regular season. Um, I mean, it's it's a very important thing, you know, what's going on. Obviously, this is crucial. You know, this is protection, you know what I'm saying, for not just you, for everybody in this building, your family, things like that. But, you know, every day before we even get in the building, we get our temperature took, you know, ask the questions, symptoms, been around symptoms, you know, the tests, go in the building. We have these little, um, like, you know, these monitor things while we're in the building and, that, like, practicing here we have to like maintain six feet and keep it as long as possible and you know obviously the mask is like the biggest thing to protect you and you know I've been trying to like make sure like you know like my girlfriend my family that they stand on top of those things and being careful where they go who they're around so nothing comes back to me because it for instance like if we one of the receivers anything God forbid happens it affects everybody even if you know what I'm saying so it's just it's an important thing that you have to be very you know in, in tune to and just, you know, strengthening your immune system, you know, taking vitamins, washing your hands, orange juice, like, you know, building that self, self-care self routine and, you know, taking your health serious because, you know, nobody thought that something like this a year ago, the things we took for granted, like going to a restaurant or, you know, just being able to walk around and just smell, go to the park and smell fresh air, like, uh, be taken, taken from us. So it's just, it's, it's a very important thing, but it's a life-changing thing as well. And do you think the, 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 the protocols and the testing process will, will intensify uh, on any levels or whatever once you guys get into the regular season? 
Um, I, I mean, I can't really, I can't really say. I think, you know, if things things haven't really seemed too out of control, and if everybody, everybody stays, you know, obviously responsible, and how the protocol how it is, I don't really see it having to intensify because I think things have been pretty good throughout the league so far. What position, uh, when people ask you what position you play in this defense, what do you tell them? Uh, I tell them really just defensive defensive athlete. Uh, Coach knows he's got me doing a lot of things, learning a lot of different positions uh, from the back end all the way to, you know, the second level. So, you know, I'm, he's being really creative and I'm just learning. What has it been like, um, Elena Getzenberg, the Shroud Observer, um, what has it been like learning, you know, so many parts of this defense when you're just trying to get used to the circumstances and all of that? Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you know, just being in this situation and, and being in this defense, there's something I can learn uh, every single day. I'm doing a lot of things that I, I did from college, but I'm also doing a whole lot more. So uh, just learning every single day and, you know, getting better in one thing. Jeremy David Newton, ESPN.com. When you say doing a lot of the things, a lot more than you did in college, can you expand on that? Yeah, uh, like I played, I played safety in college. I played nickel. I played dime, uh, and, I, and I'm doing you know those similar things here. Uh, Coach No has me doing you know learning a lot more things inside the box and uh, with the back end as well. So uh, really everything I did you know in school, but you know being expanded. Jeremy, uh, Jonathan Alexander with Shot Observer. Hope you're doing well. Um, I was wondering if you could describe Phil Snow's defense for for those of us who don't don't know. Yeah, you know the most important thing is uh, one physicality and, and speed. Those are things he things he emphasizes every single day. Uh, but now he he definitely you know wants a, a fast defense, and and that's something that we're gonna bring. Jeremy, Josh Graham, Sports Up Triumph, coming from Southern Illinois and the FCS. Just how blown away are you, if at all, at the level of resources available the Panthers have, and really the NFL, and really the protocols that we saw in Hard Knocks last night that the that the Panthers are taking to try and keep you guys safe? Yeah, it's incredible uh, coming from an FCS school and, and not being on this level. Uh, the amount of resources and you know every everything that we have here, uh, it's definitely a you know a three sixty just from coming from a small school, but. Uh, the protocols as well, like they're, they're very, you know, safe protocols. Uh, I come in every day, you know, feeling feeling good about my health and, you know, and my safety. And I feel like I, I'm not putting any any of my teammates in danger uh, health-wise or their family. So the protocols are, are very good here, and I feel very comfortable. To follow on that real quick, though, what is – give me a luxury that maybe some guys take for granted who play big-level ball that you get with the Panthers that you didn't have, say, at Southern Illinois. Uh, I would just say the the, the coaching um, here's just, there's so many so many you know resources you know just around the staff. Like I, I come in and I get to see Luke Keekley every single day and pick his brain and, and talk to him. So those are just type of things I didn't have at Southern, uh, but also you know all the way to the equipment room, the training room. You know anything I need, you know I have that at my disposal. 
Jeremy, Mike Solarte with Spectrum News One. You just mentioned Luke Keekley, a guy you get to see every day and pick his brain. In your position group, how much are you uh, kind of sponging off the guys like Eli Apple and maybe even Trey Boston to kind of learn the ins and outs of, of, of your position group as you uh, as, as you go through this uh, this really weird tra training camp so far? Yeah, those guys are helpful helpful every single day. Um, you know, Trey, uh, Shaq, Tahir. Uh, just being around those guys and being able to, you know, talk about them and how they've been a pro and how they kind of approach every single day and, um, you know, on the field and off the field. Jeremy, uh, hey, it's Josh from the Riot Report. Did um, did the team ask you to do anything um, physically after the draft just to get ready for the for the season um, in, in regards to, like, weight gain or anything like that? And, uh, and also, did you have any issues during this kind of unusual offseason getting to do the kind of workouts that you wanted to do? Really, the biggest thing post-draft was just staying in shape, staying in football shape, uh, you know, just, just staying ready for, you know, this, it was unprecedented times. You never know, you know, when we're going to be able to get into the building. Or, uh, OTAs were just virtual. So really just staying in shape. Um, you know, fortunately, back at home, I was able to stay, um, you know, working out and things like that and just stay in shape and, you know, continue to progress physically. So um, they didn't ask me to, you know, gain any weight, but definitely stay yeah. in shape. Jeremy, uh, Jason Hubert, WFNZ. Yesterday, uh, Stephen Weatherly kind of mentioned how this slow ramp up, you know, he, he'd kind of be jealous, you know, if he was a rookie, he wishes it could have been like this as a rookie because you guys are learning all the new systems and everything. And it's going slow, so you have time to learn that. For someone who plays kind of, you know, you can play multiple positions, what have your thoughts been on a slow ramp up? Do you wish it was a little faster? Have you kind of enjoyed, you know, being able to, to pick the brains a little more while things are moving slower? Uh, I, I like the pace that we're at right now. Uh, we were able to learn the defense as rookies back in OTAs, uh, which was in, you know, April, June. Uh, and then learning the defense probably the third time right now, so. Uh, just getting really comfortable with the defense and with the scheme. I think we're at a really good pace. Jeremy, David, and again, can you talk about the speed you're facing in the Carolina receivers? Yeah, I mean, you, you know it. That, that receiving core is is fast. Like It's Curtis, you got DJ, uh, you got Robbie. So, I mean, those guys are quick. So, you know, they definitely bring it every single day. Hey, Jeremy, wondered if you could expand on, you know, kind of your uh, – brain session with uh, Luke and do you just sort of run into him in the building or where, where do those take place? Yeah in the building uh, out on the practice field after practice before practice um, I mean we just talk football talk you know just about our bodies I asked him you know how how he maintained his weight or how he felt during his rookie year and throughout his career and things like that so just any any little thing I could take from him and you know just take it from his brain and put it in mine. Jeremy, how much has Trey Boston been uh, someone that you've been able to talk to, kind of pick his brain at the safety position? Yeah, Trey's been very helpful. Ever since the draft, um, you know, I've, I've talked to Trey. Uh, I've, I've called him multiple times before we were, you know, even before we even met in person. So he's someone that, you know, we kind of built a relationship with before, um, you know, all the way back in June. So he's definitely been a guy who I can, I can talk to about, uh, you know, safety stuff, football stuff, and just other things as well. 
Hey Jeremy, uh, Vincent from the Right Report. Um, you mentioned sort of you know the difficulty with sort of DJ and, and Curtis and Robbie and their speed. Are there any guys who maybe fans might not be as aware, aware of sort of lesser known guys who you found them to be really tough matchups so far in camp? Uh, tough matchups, as yeah. far as like yeah, you know, we haven't we haven't done too many one on ones, but got other receivers that, that stuck out. Uh, Omar Bayless from Arkansas State. He's you know he's been really good as far as just training with him and. His approach, um, he's going to be really good. So that's definitely one guy that sticks out to me. Anything else for Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy, I wanted to follow. Stephen Willie uh, mentioned yesterday about wearing all Black Lives Matter uh, decal on his helmet and said sometimes he's treated differently away from the football world. Um, have you been treated differently away from the football world? And uh, what's that like? And what situation can you talk to us about? No, absolutely. Um, you know, my whole life, just growing up, uh, you know, just walking around wearing football gear or, you know, my Southern Illinois gear back when I was in college, it's almost like a, you know, it's sad to say, but like a protection mechanism, you know. Uh, people will look at you differently than maybe when they see, you know, you represent something, um, you know, maybe like their community, then they'll probably treat you with a little bit more respect or, you know, certain things like that. So. Uh, you know, definitely, I'm I'm a black man before a football player. You know, so that, that'll definitely is definitely treated differently for sure. And can you talk about Stephen specifically? What you've seen out of him and he brings to this defense? Out of Weatherly, yeah, he's. I mean, he's very energetic. Uh, he definitely has a you know personality of his own. Um, he's also someone I've been able to talk to. And, you know, we have we have a conversation just about every single day. So, now he definitely brings energy. Uh, he's definitely a leadership guy uh, for, you know, the, the rookie D-line, rookie D-lineman. So, now he's definitely a good guy to be around. Jeremy, what are the challenges just not from a football standpoint, but moving to a new city and community during COVID? Yeah, this is um, – you know, moving moving away to Southern Illinois. Uh, back when I was 18, it was it was a little bit different than what it is now. Obviously, um, you're in college, you're kind of you're not really a free on your own yet. Uh, now coming here, um, you know that kind of prepared me for this moment. Um, you know, I'm I'm obviously far away from home. I, I got my own bills to pay and things like that. But uh, you know, it's I'm definitely you know I'm ready for this moment. It's something I've dreamt about my whole life. Um, you know, I'm excited to be here in Charlotte. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest difference from from now in college is obviously like I, there's, there's nobody, you know, making sure I'm, I'm I'm at home or making sure you know I've you know necessarily eaten or anything like that. So uh, it's an adjustment, but you know, I'm, there's nowhere I'd rather be. There's nothing else I'd rather be doing. Jeremy, just kind of going off that, what have the past few months been like as a rookie, like? kind of waiting to finally get with the team and all that, like mentally, how is that to kind of, you know, stay ready for this opportunity now and while you're waiting for it to start? Yeah, I think the craziest thing was after the draft, you know, I'm still at home in Indianapolis and it's like, yeah, like I'm on the Panthers, but like I haven't been there yet. I'm still, I'm still at home. Like I'm, I'm living here with my mom. And so, so when I actually came to Charlotte and stepped in the facility, it was like I got drafted all over again. It was like, all right, like, all right, it's real now. So it was like, a, you know, an energy 
you know, burst or something. So, uh, no, it's, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, you know, the last few months have definitely been crazy, but uh, just staying prepared, that's, that's the only thing I could do. Uh, stay prepared, stay ready for when the time comes.